0: Shall we begin? Let the games begin! Alright, alright, alright! A new age has begun! An age of freedom! Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? This is Get to the chopper! This is going to be quite a ride! and welcome to the movie pit podcast i am your host christian renteria and this is the podcast where we talk about all of the big breaking movie news items that have come out throughout the week along with the trailers that came out this week and oh boy do we got some trailers that came out this week and we will talk about the movies that are coming out in theaters and streaming for all your viewing pleasures ladies and gentlemen it is uh it's been a while and i've missed i've missed the last three weeks of the podcast and i Severely apologize, and that is something that I did not want. I never want to take too much time away from the podcast. But if you follow the podcast Twitter account, which is linked down below in the description slash show notes area, uh, I, uh, I I told up on there, put a tweet up there that um, you know I've had some, I've been in and out of the doctor's office, and I did find out that I had to have a very small, uh, very quick uh, procedure that's going to be taking place next week, but, uh, nothing serious. I'm okay. It's, it's a regular kind of routine procedure that, um, you know, that gets done and I, it kind of just, uh, unfortunately has to happen to me. So, um, but yeah, um, but I'm okay. Uh, I, I am. So, uh, but I do want to apologize for there being no podcast the last few weeks on top of that, also work, it just, you know, getting in, you know, not getting in the way, obviously. I need, I need to make money, <laughs> but, um, you know, it just, you know, when you obviously want to, you know, do something like podcasting, it's it's a little difficult to do that. So uh, this podcast will probably be coming out a little later than usual because, again, work is going to get in the way. So I apologize for the potential late upload on this podcast, especially compared to the last few uh, handful of podcasts where they've all been coming out pretty early. So apologies for that but uh let's get right to the podcast we have because we have uh surprisingly not a lot of news but the news that we did get is pretty big so you know beggars be chooses there so we're gonna start off like we always do of course with trailer talk coming soon to theaters some quick trailer thoughts on some trailers that came out we're not gonna talk about all the trailers because it was a very big trailer heavy week so we're not gonna talk about all of them i'm just gonna mention some of them all of the trailers though for the movies that. oh yeah all the all the trailers for the movies wait no all (laughs) i'm messing with this is what happens when you take a few weeks off all of the movie trailers that came out will be linked down below. We're not going to talk about all of them, but all of them will be linked down below in the description slash show notes area. Uh, so we're just going to talk about a few of them. Uh, I you know, I want to mention Dog, which is uh, starring and co-directed by Channing Tatum. Uh, he plays a former army ranger who is tasked with delivering a service dog to a soldier's funeral. It's um, From the, tr- the way the trailer plays out, it looks like he's been out of the game and he wants to get back in it and this is kind of their way of making you know making sure that he's committed to it and that he's ready and uh the dog of course is uh not the most friendliest of dogs Uh, so it's it's pretty much a road trip movie with the dog shenanigans in there um looks very cute it's a dog movie i know a lot of people love dog movies so there you go that will open next year in february We'll obviously talk more about that when it gets closer to the release date. There was another trailer, uh, another quick trailer reaction here for Disney and Pixar's newest movie, Turning Red. It's been a while since we've seen anything from this movie. Uh, this movie follows a young girl called May who turns out that her family has a secret. She turns into a giant red panda when her emotions get the best of her. It looks pretty cute. Not gonna lie. It's a Disney Pixar movie. It's um, It looks pretty cool. I really like the teaser that came out. Uh, a few months ago, earlier this year, really. It's been a long time. Uh, so, uh, you know, this kind of plays it out a little bit differently from that teaser. So, um it'll be interesting to kind of see how that how this movie plays out but this opens uh, next year as well on march 11th we're getting a lot of movies that are coming out next year so there's that uh next one is national champions this is directed by rick roman juan who directed greenland uh this is a fictional account of the right of college football players to be fairly compensated it specifically follows a quarterback uh lamarcus james played by Stephen, uh stefan james apologies, Stephen James from If Beale Street Could Talk, uh, and his teammate Emmett Sunday, played by Alexander Ludwig, who three days before the college football national championship game, start a player strike. Of course, with billions of dollars and legacies on the line, the head coach, played by J.K. Simmons, and various brokers race against time to protect, quote-unquote, the game and the system. The rest of the cast includes Little Ray Howley, uh, Tim Blake Nelson, David Kutchner, Timothy Oliflant. Uh, Jeffrey Donovan and NFL superstar Russell Wilson national champions will open in theaters this year on December 10th if you're a college football fan you kind of know how this is kind of somewhat timely uh not exactly what is really going on but kind of similar to what's really going on so uh very timely movie uh I didn't I knew this was coming out uh I just didn't know what it was really about and who was really in it and um Yeah, I'm kind of excited for this, so if you want to go check that out, you can't. There is that. There was a trailer for a movie that I knew nothing about. And uh, I'm really excited now after watching the trailer. It's called The Outfit. It is a crime thriller with Mark Rylance playing an expert uh, English tailor who used to craft suits in London. But after a personal tragedy, ends up in the rough part of town here in Chicago and gets involved with a crew of gangsters. Zoe Deutsch and Dylan O'Brien also co star in the movie along with a few others. Um, No one really... That I can recognize off the bat, anyway. That opens next year, in February. Uh, I really like. I really like the trailer. Uh, again, I didn't know anything about this movie. I didn't even know it was getting made, and now it's here. And it looks like a lot of it takes place in one central location, which is the tailor shop. Uh, so I'm really excited. I, again, I didn't know anything about this, and after watching the trailer, I'm I'm down for this. I really want to get my hands on this one. So uh, it's the outfit, and the last quick trailer reaction we'll have is a new short trailer for guillermo del toro's newest film the psychological thriller nightmare alley that film stars Bradley cooper as staten a manipulative a manipulative carney who teams up with a psychiatrist played by kate blanchett that's kind of the basic of the basis of the uh, of what the synopsis is there's also a carnival involved uh, and, uh, Rooney Mara, William Dafoe uh, are also in there. Uh, Ron Perlman's also in there. looks like they're part of the carnival, uh, life. And it looks like maybe Bradley Cooper gets swept up by Rooney Mara or he's trying to con her some sort of way. The trailer really gives nothing away, which I really like. And there's also some like agency involved that they're interviewing Stanton and not, we don't know what's going on. Uh, Richard J- Jenkins is in there. He looks like he's playing one of the, the head people there. Uh, Tony Collette's also in there. I think she's also part of the the Carnival uh, in there as well. It's Guillermo del Toro. I'm a huge fan of del Toro. I will watch anything he does. I've been waiting for his next movie after Shape of Water. Uh, So I'm excited for this. Nightmare Alley is based off a book from 1946. If you want to get your hands on that, it's in the same name. It's called Nightmare Alley. There was also a previous film adaptation that came out in 1947. uh, But Nightmare Alley, at least Guillermo del Toro's version of Nightmare Alley, will open on December 17th. So those are the quick trailers I just wanted to talk about briefly. Uh, Now let's move on to the bigger trailers that came out this week. The first one is Netflix's Don't Look Up. Uh, That is the first full trailer for Anna McKay's political dark comedy. Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence stars as a professor and grad student trying to get the government and anyone that would be willing to listen that an earth-destroying comet is heading to Earth. But of course... No one is listening. Uh, the star-studded class, star-studded class cast includes Meryl Streep as the President of the United States, uh, not uh, uh, maybe not so um, you know uh, subtle homage to a certain somebody. Uh, Jonah Hill as her son, who is not all up there, uh, and also happens to be the chief of staff. Kate Blanchett and Tyler Plary, uh, Tyler Perry can't talk, uh, as two uh, upbeat morning show hosts. Uh Morgan, uh, Rob Morgan, Mark Ryless, Ron Perlman, Timothy uh, Chalamet, and aria Grande will also appear in the movie, of course, amongst probably many others as well. Uh that will open up in Select Theaters on December 10th, and then we'll stream on Netflix on December 24th. So there you go. That's don't look up. We've talked about this briefly on the podcast before. Uh Anna McKay obviously killing it in the political dark comedy realm with uh Vice, which came out a few years ago. Before that, of course, it was the big short uh he kind of you know he's moving away from like straight up comedies like anchorman and stuff like that to more kind of political heavy dramas which he's very good at so i mean i'm not gonna you know bash him on that because it's very good uh again with the big short and vice and now this uh don't look up actually had some changes uh because i think they were filming this during covid and adam mckay has come out and said that the movie's messaging or kind of the way they approach the movie at least in the terms of the story of how people, you know, aren't listening to these two people who know that there is a comet headed for Earth that's going to destroy everything or an asteroid coming to Earth to destroy everything. Uh, that, you know, it's kind of them, you know, he's it's kind of that, you know, him paying, a you know, a very uh, unfortunate homage to how, you know, people didn't listen to the science of covid and uh so that was really cool that he, w- that he came out and said that and it should be interesting to kind of see how you know that plays out the trailer kind of gives it away a little bit and uh but yeah i'm uh, i'm looking forward to this you know anna mckay hasn't really done any wrong re- at least in my eyes maybe but i'm looking forward to that and of course the big trailer the trailer that everyone is still talking about the one that everyone's over analyzing to you know kingdom come it is of course the new trailer for spider-man no way home sony released a new trailer for pretty much the most anticipated highly anticipated movie for the rest of the year trailer's crazy it's jam-packed it's jam There's, you know we get potentially all the villains you know alfred melina as doc ock who may be getting the most screen time at least he got the most screen time in the trailer for sure uh he even gets captured at one point by tom holland's peter parker and zendaya and uh and ned uh and you know that nice little com- comedic bit where he you know tells them their name and they make fun of it uh we also get jamie fox back as electro without the blue skin uh, from the screenshots from the trailer that's coming out it looks like the electricity is running through his body and at one point one of the shots it looks like he is donning the outfit from the comics you know so that's pretty cool there's also a lot of people noting that he's wearing uh timberland boots which is funny uh so there's that of course we got green goblin shown at one point uh, we also hear William Defoe's voice in the trailer uh at some point as well. We also have Sandman and we have the Lizard, both of them, of course, from uh, or the Lizard anyway, from the Amazing Spider-Man. And there was also some 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 rumblings of what the Green Goblin really is, because there's people thinking that maybe there's a variant of the Green Goblin, because there's this quick shot of the Green Goblin uh firing stuff, and it doesn't look like William Defoe, because of course, I, I, like I mentioned, overanalyzing. but you know whatever but there's a bunch of other stuff you know there's the black suit uh that is very similar to one of the suits from the comics that I forgot to write down but I know what the suit is but it's there uh it looks like he also has like the 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 magic bracelet so maybe it's not peter maybe it's doctor strange or you know I don't know maybe maybe he, or maybe you know doctor strange kind of outfitted that suit to have magical abilities we'll see obviously we'll about to wait and see on that you know Tom Holland has hinted that this movie's a little darker than the other two movies and it kind of seems that way you know there's that line that strange you know says that you know um all the villains fall to spider-man it's their fate and you know he kind of apologizes and it looks like there's some tension between Peter and dr Strange because you know he tries to steal that box that we've seen in the previous trailer we still don't know what that box is, but it looks like he's trying to, you know, steal it from Strange, and Strange, um, you know, takes it away from him and gives him, you know, that astral projection punch. Uh, so th- there's a lot to go with the trailer. You know, everyone's, again, overanalyzing a lot of stuff. There was that cut, that, I guess, the, uh, a, Brazil, a Brazilian cut of the trailer where it looks like Lizard is, there's a shot of Spider-Man diving toward the villains, and then if you look really closely, there's a shot of Lizard getting kicked by someone maybe although there's no one there but you know we'll have to wait and see and of course with all the leaks and stuff that's been coming out people are saying you know who who probably did kick him but i've been very good at not you know seeing any of the leaks and stuff like that so i'm i'm, I'm good with that so this obviously this trailer blew everyone away you know there's a video online that ign uh had put up online of uh because there was a fan event where you know people got to see where fans certain select number of fans got to go and, and see the trailer in theaters uh and there was that great video of all them kind of yelling pretty yelling over the trailer doesn't i don't think they heard everything i guess they played it twice so people can hear what was going on um but um yeah i'm i'm looking forward to this tickets will go on sale on monday so i'm pretty sure this is going to be kind of one of those you know star wars uh kind of things where it's going to crash the system and they're going to sell out like crazy so Get on that, guys. Get on those tickets because it's they're probably going to go fast. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I've been looking forward to this. And these trailers, you know, leaks, you know, whatever you want to call them, you know, that's been coming out, set photos, whatever from this movie has been coming out. The trailers themselves, especially we don't go looking for the, all that stuff like I do, uh, the trailers themselves give give you just enough. They don't tell you everything they give you just enough, I'm down for it, I'm okay with it, so let's let's hope that when it finally comes out, we'll all be, you know, rejoicing, all I will say is please, please, you know, don't let your anticipation and your own hype ruin the movie experience for you, I know it's going to be really hard, but just please don't try to do that, uh, but yeah, there you go, all right, so Spider-Man No Way Home will open on December 17th, uh that is it for trailers again all there's a lot more trailers that came out this week i I didn't want to get into all of them uh but all of them are linked down below so you can watch them including these whether it's for the first time whether it's again whether it's probably for the hundredth time in the case of that spider-man trailer so yeah go check those out all right let us move on to the big movie news items of the week Alright, so the first movie news that I'm going to talk about is Paramount Players, the John heavy Banner from Paramount Pictures, is developing a remake of Pumpkinhead. The horror outlet, Bloody Disgusting, learned the remake and reports say that the script is completed and production is ramping up with the hopes to have a director announced in the coming months, presumably a cast as well. Uh, there was a Pumpkinhead uh, remake planned years ago with the script uh, that was also already done, but uh, obviously nothing ever came from it. No word yet on who wrote the remake Uh, or reboot, or whatever they're going to call it here, but I'm sure we'll hear uh, who wrote it when a director or directors are announced. Uh, The original 1988 movie directed by Stan Winston, yes, that Stan Winston, uh, star Lance Hendrickson, who played Ed Harley, a grieving father who conjures up the monster of Pumpkinhead in an effort to kill those who turned, uh, or took, sorry, who took his young son from him. Uh, the franchise got three sequels, uh, then got two made-for-TV sequels, so there's, uh, do the quick math on that, <laughs> made from this franchise, there's a comic book. And uh, also a very poorly received video game back in 1995, which I do not remember, but uh, apparently from the reports, it was not very well received. Uh, So there you go. Pumpkinhead, I remember watching the first one. I think I probably watched one of the sequels. I can't remember which one it was, though. But um, I mean, that one, you know, despite, you know, the kind of, you know, creepy design of Pumpkinhead, you know, if anything's going to get a remake uh, or is like you're all kind of okay with it getting a remake, I think Pumpkinhead is one of those movies I don't think the pumpkin, Head fans are are, are 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 as diehard about keeping that franchise sacred as like you know, uh, Friday the Thirteenth or Halloween or Nightmare on Elm Street. But um, I don't know. I mean, there, I'm sure there's people that are upset about this, but. I I think Pumpkinhead is one of those movies where, yeah, I think that could benefit from a a remake. Benefit at the very least. I don't know if it'll be better, but at least it will will benefit from it. Uh, Moving on, Uh, Mel Gibson is reportedly in talks to direct the fifth installment of Lethal Weapon. Gibson is already set to reprise his role in that movie, along with Danny Glover uh, for the fifth film. Uh, Gibson will be replacing the late Richard Donner, who of course passed away this past July, who was going to direct the fifth movie. It was also going to be his last movie he directed, uh, unfortunately, before... Like I said, his untimely passing. Uh, *Lethal Weapon* is being developed for HBO Max. So there's no word yet if it will get a theater release. But at the moment, it is only going to be an HBO Max movie. There's still no word yet on when production will begin, or if anyone will come, or any or if anyone else from the franchise will be coming back. I'm assuming probably, uh, Richard Donner kind of had that, you know, in tow where everyone's probably going to come back. But at the moment, there's no real news or anything like that. Mel Gibson taking over. Directing, it makes sense, you know. He's he was already there, obviously, he has movies under his belt, so um, I mean, it makes sense, you know. He's been with the franchise since the very beginning, so yeah, again, it, it just makes sense for that. All right, moving on, uh, some more reboot news. Warner Brothers is doing a reboot of the Steven Seagal action movie Under Siege. Not only that, they have a writer and director in tow. Writing the movie will be, I'm gonna mispronounce his name, and I apologize for that uh umair alim maybe uh he was one of the writers on netflix's kate the movie with mary elizabeth winston uh that came out uh, a couple months ago uh and we'll, directing will be timo i always mispronounce his last name even though i'm a very big fan of his i always mispronounce the last name uh timo tahajanto uh he directed the night comes for us which is on netflix uh also the devil may take you uh the first one and the sequel he also directed um a bunch of them, a lot of action movies like headshot and stuff like that. Uh, but the night comes for us if you if you need an action movie to watch on Netflix, that that one is definitely the one I would highly recommend. I am work. I am recording this from uh, school, by the way. So if you hear anything in the back, I don't know if you hear those alarms in the background. Uh, but he's also going to be directing the Train to Busan uh, reboot that's coming out, which apparently this week also got a new title called Last Train to New York, which a lot of people. I guess, found out that there was a last train of Busan remake in the works. And it was going to be called that. And a lot of people had a lot of things to say about that, but uh, we'll talk about that uh, in the future. Uh, when more stuff comes out from that. Uh, the plan is to stream the movie, the Under Siege <laughs> reboot that, you know, we're talking about on HBO Max, and uh, it actually came from a pitch that the duo made, uh, uh, the two, uh, the writer and director to the studio, and obviously won them over enough to launch the movie into development. The original movie, by the way, uh, had Seagal play an ex-Navy SEAL turned cook who ends up stopping a group of terrorists from taking control of a U.S. battleship. The movie did get a sequel uh, called Dark Territ- Under Siege Dark Territory, I think that one took place on a train, if I remember correctly, and uh, yeah. So uh, I haven't watched the Under Siege movies in in quite a while, so I really don't have too much of an opinion on on these movies. But um, they they really are like quintessential '90s you know movies. And if you've seen the Steven Seagal movie, you know exactly what you're probably getting yourself into with that. But uh, with Timo behind the charge, you know, obviously he's you know he I, I like Timo because he 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 can equally go uh, from horror. To action, and if you need any, you know, resolve of what an action movie could be, he—he's the guy. He can—he can do both. He can do action. He can do horror. And I'm totally on board with him getting more of an opportunity here in America to make a bunch of stuff. So I'm on board with that. Uh, moving on to our actually last movie news item. At least the, again at the time of this recording, unless anything big drops. Um, in between that i just hit my phone um last week it was announced that patty jenkins's star wars movie rogue Squad- uh, squadron was delayed and taken off the schedule because of scheduling conflicts that Jenkins had. The reasoning at the time was because it was known that Jenkins was developing uh, Wonder Woman 3 and a new Cleopatra movie over at Paramount Pictures. However, it is now being reported that the real reason for the the delay is because of creative differences. This is coming from the Hollywood Reporter uh, The Jenkins and Lucasfilm executives could not agree on the script with Jenkins wanting a little bit more creative freedom and I guess Lucasfilm not uh, wanting to give that out, I guess. Again, we don't really know. We're, We're not flies in the room. Um, that's just something that's been you know that was told to the hollywood reporter uh jenkins isn't the only one whose star wars movie got pulled from the schedule apparently ryan johnson's new star wars movies are reportedly off the schedule as well no word yet uh, if those were creative differences or just because ryan johnson's gonna be busy for a while obviously he has the Knives Out sequels uh, set up over on Netflix now Creative Differences is nothing new with the Star Wars franchise famously Phil Lord and Chris Miller were removed from Solo after almost completing production on that movie and, you know then Ron Howard came in and we shot a lot of stuff and then uh, with Rogue One uh, Tony Gilroy was brought in to fix the first cut of Gareth Edwards's uh, movie and uh, obviously you know changed a lot of bu- uh, changed a bunch of stuff including the the third act of the movie famously the third act of the movie was heavily changed as well so uh, I don't know this is this is I don't know if this is becoming a trend with the new Star Wars movies uh, I don't really I I totally for- I mean I totally forgot that there was a Patty Jenkins Star Wars movie in the works, and then I remember I was like, Oh, that's right, she was gonna do one. And, you know, it was gonna be about the fight, it was gonna be about the, the pilots. It was gonna be about the the, the yeah, the pilots. So it would have been different. Um, you know, obviously creative differences is something that always comes up and it's always something that bothers me. Because it's like you hire someone and then obviously a big name like Patty Jenkins or you know, whoever you end up hiring. And months go by and, and you don't like their pitch. At least this, in this case, you know, at least the creative differences were stopped before production started. Because apparently, I think from what I remember, production was supposed to start like next year. So the script wasn't even done yet or at least, you know, a final draft of the script wasn't done. So uh, I'm kind of, you know, a little on, uh, uh, upset about that because um, I'm upset about this because you know I was looking forward to after finding remembering that i was that there was going to be a petty jenkins star wars movie i was kind of looking forward to it and now now we won't have it so um we're going to be kind of uh, short on the star wars movie front at least for a while because rogue squadron was supposed to be the next star wars movie in theaters uh but now i guess we'll have to just you know we'll just have to deal with the mandalorian and the book of baba fat when they come out on disney plus so there you go uh, so yeah, that, that's it. That's all the movie news that I have, at least at the time of this recording. Like I mentioned earlier, not a lot of movie news, but all the movie news that came out was pretty big. So uh, there you go. All right, let's move on to the rest of the podcast, which is the movies coming out in theaters and streaming for all your viewing pleasures. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. So this week's kind of interesting. So we have two movies that are coming out on VOD. Uh, or a streaming service that are and probably also coming out on a limited release in theaters. Uh, the first one is House on the Bayou. This is coming from Blumhouse in their uh, deal with Epics. So if you have the Epics channel, uh, this will most likely be up on uh, up on there uh, this weekend. Or if you just want to go check it out in theaters, I think it's coming out in theaters as well. Uh, anyway, the House on the Bayou, a troubled couple and their daughter who go on vacation to an isolated house in the Louisiana Bayou to reconnect. as a family. But when unexpected visitors arrive, their unity starts to unravel unravel the movie uh has two big names that i think most people recognize angela seraphine i think so you pronounce her last name she was on uh, hbo's westworld she plays one of the robots she's been in a bunch of other stuff but i'm i'm assuming that probably most people probably know her from westworld and then we have uh leo McHugh, uh sprite from recently from the eternals she's in there I, I think she's playing the daughter in the movie uh but yeah um kind of creepy it looks you know it seems like uh, they get visitors and it's like you know kind of like a dinner scene and then kind of just unravels from there so uh there you go it's blumhouse you know I'm excited for Blumhouse. I'm always uh, I'm a huge fan of Blumhouse and what they do. Uh, a lot of the time, the stuff they do doesn't always work, or it isn't always as you know good as some of their previous projects. But I'm a huge fan of Blumhouse. I'm a huge fan of you know their whole method and uh, and how they do productions and stuff. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the next movie that you can see on streaming service and also in theaters is King Richard. It is the Will Smith led movie about uh, him playing the father to Venus and Serena Williams. It's kind of their story as well, but I think it focuses more on him. Uh, hearing some pretty decent things about the movie uh, online, uh, so if you want to go check that out, uh, you can. And the last movie, of course, is Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, a lot of people are really excited about this movie. Uh, the early buzz of the movie when it came out, when it screened at CinemaCon and when it screened at uh, the New York Film Festival. Or the or, or Comic Con or Film Festival, one of those two. Uh, everyone was really excited about the movie, and everyone was really saying great things, uh, great things about it. And uh, now that it's you know being seen by a bunch of other people, it's still kind of getting a lot of it's getting some mixed reactions, but most of it have been at least from what I've seen, pretty positive. So I'm excited for this. I got my tickets already. I'm gonna go watch this tomorrow. Um, be on the lookout on my uh, social media and get my reactions to that. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's pretty cool. It is kind of a legacy sequel. It's not a reboot. At least, you know, not entirely. It is taking place within the original continuity of the old movie, of the first two movies. So. Uh, I'm excited for this. Um I'm, I'm excited for it. I don't know what I was gonna say something else, but then I I was like, No. I, I think I'm I'm excited for it is is good enough. So there you go. You got Ghostbusters Afterlife, you got King Richard and uh House on the Bayou as your movie's coming out this weekend. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast this week. I very much appreciate it. I apologize, you know, again for being gone for three weeks and now coming back to what most likely will be a very short and straight to the point podcast. Like I meant if you like I mentioned, you know, I'm recording this uh, section from work, so so <laughs> kind of have to get to the point because you know i have a very limited time uh here so thank you guys so much for uh for joining me on the podcast this week i hope you have a very good safe fun weekend uh if you're going out or if you're just staying in uh let me know what you guys thought of the podcast this week what are you excited to watch what will you be watching uh make sure to check out all the links down below in the description slash show notes area I've got the trailers down there for all the trailers that came out this week also for the social media accounts if you want to follow me over there i am doing a q a podcast next week which will be coming out uh, very early in the week. uh um, because obviously next week is Thanksgiving, so I don't want to, you know, take any time away from the family to record a podcast. So I'll be recording that very early. So please get your questions in, uh, so I can answer some of them. I already got some good ones uh, lined up already. So uh, I'll be recording that early next week. Um, if you're hearing this before Sunday, hopefully you get your questions in before then because I think Sunday will be the cutoff because I'll probably be recording it on Monday. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. No matter where you're listening to, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Thank you very much. And like I mentioned again, once again, uh, be sure to have a good, fun, safe weekend, be good people, and as always, go watch some movies. Woo-hoo! Yeah, give it up, movies!